Welcome friends, I'm Reverend Tim Earhart, and this is Daily Bible Reflections for August 21, 2023. Today's New Testament lesson is from the book of Acts, chapter 15, verses 1 to 21. Inclusion versus Exclusion Certain people came down from Judea to Antioch and were teaching the believers, Unless you are circumcised according to the custom taught by Moses, you cannot be saved. This brought Paul and Barnabas into sharp dispute and debate with them. So Paul and Barnabas were appointed, along with some other believers, to go up to Jerusalem to see the apostles and elders about this question. The church sent them on their way, and as they traveled through Phoenicia and Samaria, they told how the Gentiles had been converted. This news made all the believers very glad. When they came to Jerusalem, they were welcomed by the church and the apostles and elders, to whom they reported everything God had done through them. Then some of the believers who belonged to the party of the Pharisees stood up and said, The Gentiles must be circumcised and required to keep the law of Moses. The apostles and elders met to consider this question. After much discussion, Peter got up and addressed them. Brothers, you know that some time ago God made a choice among you that the Gentiles might hear from my lips the message of the gospel and believe. God, who knows the heart, showed that he accepted them by giving the Holy Spirit to them, just as he did to us. He did not discriminate between us and them, for he purified their hearts by faith. Now then, why do you try to test God by putting on the necks of Gentiles a yoke that neither we nor our ancestors have been able to bear? No, we believe it is through the grace of our Lord Jesus that we are saved, just as they are. The whole assembly became silent as they listened to Barnabas and Paul telling about the signs and wonders God had done among the Gentiles through them. When they finished, James spoke up. Brothers, he said, listen to me. Simon has described to us how God first intervened to choose a people for his name from the Gentiles. The words of the prophets agree with this, as it is written. After this I will return and rebuild David's fallen tent. Its ruins I will rebuild, and I will restore it, that the rest of mankind may seek the Lord, even all the Gentiles who bear my name says the Lord who does these things, things known from long ago. It is my judgment, therefore, that we should not make it difficult for the Gentiles who are turning to God. Instead, we should write to them, telling them to abstain from food polluted by idols, from sexual immorality, from the meat of strangled animals, and from blood. For the law of Moses has been preached in every city from the earliest times and is read in the synagogues on every Sabbath. New International Version What happens when new people come into a group who are different? How does any church or faith community deal with longtime members alongside new ones? Is there a way to work through differences without becoming like the board? trying to make others to be just like me. Prepare to be assimilated. Resistance is futile. Differences of thought, opinion, and practice are inevitable. 
Conflict cannot and should not always be avoided. Any place there's people, conflict eventually happens. Put a bunch of sinners together in one place, like in a church, add a few, gr few grumpy old people, a few know-it-alls, then sit back and watch the fireworks. It seems to me that every church is about one or two good fights away from being non-existent. It's a miracle that more congregations don't call it quits every year, especially after their annual congregational meetings. I myself have a long resume of handling, handling ornery folks, family squabbles, and cantankerous curmudgeons that can make your head swim or just get you downright angry. James said in James chapter 4 of his epistle, What is the source of conflict among you? What is the source of your disputes? Don't they come from your cravings that are at war in your own lives? You long for something you don't have, so you commit murder. You are jealous for something you can't get, so you struggle and fight. You don't have because you don't ask. You ask and don't have because you ask with evil intentions to waste it on your own cravings. Within the church, there are expectations, whether they are reasonable or not. If those expectations are not fulfilled, people feel unfulfilled. So they look to put unnecessary burdens on those entering the faith to make them pay their dues by observing rules that they themselves are not even able to keep. Conflict begins with some kind of desire. If unmet, it becomes a demand. And demanding something usually leads to judging other people. After all, if you really care about me and my group, you will meet these demands or desires. If left unchecked and unresolved, the progression ends in trying to punish others by simply withdrawing from a relationship with the intent of hurting another. A focus on reaching out, on rebuilding and restoring lives, puts our efforts where they need to be and puts us on the same page together, acting out of a sense of purpose, not preservation. Today's New Testament lesson deals with the conflict and debate surrounding Gentile inclusion into the family of God. The success of Paul's missionary journeys in reaching non-Jewish peoples and establishing churches created tension as to whether these new believers ought to become Jewish in order to become Christian. This question was at the heart of why the Council at Jerusalem was convened. Those who believed that Gentiles need to become Jews demanded that they be circumcised and observe the law of Moses. Others, including Paul and Barnabas, believed that sort of thinking and approach was contrary to the gospel. The Apostle Peter was there and gave his own experience of observing God work among Gentiles, among Cornelius. Peter's story was more than personal testimony. It was a powerful theological argument about what God was doing and what God is up to with all people, not just the Jews. Peter's story demonstrated that God, and not Paul or anybody else, is responsible for including Gentiles among God's people without making them Jewish. 
It was God who called and cleansed Gentiles, making no distinction between them and Jews. People are justified and made right by God's grace, and not by human judgments of who can be in or out. The upshot of the whole thing is this. We believe that we will be saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus, both Jew and Gentile, period. The only thing needed from Gentiles is to believe, because salvation is an act of God's grace and not the result of human effort. What's more, the inclusion of non-Jewish persons as the people of God is nothing new. It has always been there in the Old Testament scriptures, and they were never called to become just like Jews in order to be the people of God. This is instructive for all contemporary faith communities. Our mission is not to make followers of me, or you, or of a particular faith tradition, but to make disciples of Jesus Christ. Grace brings us in, grace keeps us in, and grace will lead us home. <clears throat> Our focus is to be on openness, connection, and inclusion and not in seeking to be closed-minded and closed-hearted, separating from those different from us and practicing exclusion. The following ways may be helpful in fostering a more generous gospel. Talk less, listen more. Don't interrupt. Do give focused attention. Use respectful language. Ask how others prefer to be addressed and how they refer to themselves. Asking is a sign of care and respect for the person you are talking to, and is also a way to help them feel safe and comfortable. Be open. Don't stereotype. One person doesn't represent an entire group of people. There are different Christian traditions throughout the world, and there are also different traditions and ways within all major religions as well as within all people groups, institutions, organizations, communities, races, ethnicities, and genders. Seek to learn rather than superimpose what you think onto someone else. Become self-aware. Understand that although all persons are created in the image of God and are equal before the Lord, there is not equity in human organizations and systems. Being aware of our own privileges is a crucial first step to adopting a more inclusive attitude. And stay curious. To remain curious means to seek people in situations that allow us to challenge, both in a positive and negative way, our beliefs and our cultural and personal patterns of thinking, worshiping, working, and living. Generally speaking, Exclusion creates conflict, whereas inclusion gives space for others to explore and discover what it means to live into their faith and spirituality. O oh, loving Lord, give us strength so that we can build places of belonging, to create a community for all to share their gifts, to know that each of us is loved, to help us to see the light of Christ in all that we serve. Help us remember that each of us is loved and is important. Amen.